0: Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBan, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBan. How you doing today, Luke?
1: I'm going through changes. <sighs> ah,
0: finally you've hit puberty. I'm yes. so happy. I've been waiting, and, like, Amy, my, my wife and I talk all the time about, like, do you think he's okay? Um is something wrong with him but i'm i'm really happy to know you're going uh you're you're going through puberty finally
1: i got pubes dude you do fuck you man i'm I'm sorry (laughs) i just how dare you i don't believe you you, well you want me to prove it no all right maybe off off air just remember that dude i got so much hair i wish i didn't have most of it all right (laughs) <laughs> which <Okay>. is true. <laughs> My I have very hairy jeans and um Yeah, I was wondering what's why
0: you wear those. It's really weird. You've had these hairy jeans yeah. for a long time. Whoa. You never wash them or brush like you don't comb the hair out. You don't put any, you know, I put oil in my beard to make it like look nice. Right, right. You don't do any of that. It's just knotted and disgusting. Well, these
1: are my haircut jeans. I wear them anytime I get a haircut or shave, so they uh-huh. just have caught my hair over the years and have okay. made a nice little yeah, furry uh, pant for me. But uh yeah, it's weird. Those aren't the changes I'm talking about, Brian. Oh, sorry. I was just talking about the leaves are changing. Mm. The the seasons. Uh, autumn is upon mm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've entered into that scary month. Mm-hmm. um, and yeah. you know, tis the season for some him or horror
0: Oh my dear Lord, <laughs> I startled I, you there. I need to do a quick father, son, Holy Spirit. please be with me uh, during this trying time. Help me to answer, uh, during this time with good answers for you and your glory. Amen.
1: Hey, I'm glad you did that. What's that called? Do you know like uh, the cross thing? I'm talking about the thing where you touch your head chest and sides, the crucifix, the crucifix thing. I don't know. No, I'm glad you did that because remind me, I wanted to tell you this before we did him or horror is that, so we went to my cousin's wedding mm-hmm. this past weekend and, uh, it was a catholic wedding and so you know a very long laborious mm-hmm. ceremony and uh they had the what it was called like the missile something it was some like book in front of me like halfway through the ceremony i pick it up and start flipping through and then i'm like i'm looking for him or horror titles in the Mm -hmm. hymn section Mm -hmm. and kyle my wife was next to me and she looked she sees me like looking flipping through it and then i like close it and pull out my phone and type him or horror and start typing them down she was like oh my god luke (laughs) so that's when i got like half of these (laughs) was during a catholic ceremony direct from the source direct from the missile I wish I could remember the other word. Mm. 2019. Some wow. Catholic text. Wonderful. Um, So, Hymn uh, or Horror, how this works is I have a list in front of me. Uh, this game was inspired by the hymn, There's a Fountain Filled with Blood, made me discover that certain hymn titles sound very horrifying and creepy. Mm. So, I'm going to read uh, from this list, and Brian's going to tell me whether he thinks it's the title of a hymn or a horror novel. Are you ready, Mr. LeBan? I am. I, I did my prayer. I'm, I'm good to go. All right. Waiting in silence. Him. Correct. In silence sealed. Him. Horror. Mm. Oh, come, little children. <laughs> <laughs> Him. Yes, obviously. <laughs> um, Night of silence no oh him hmm. which i it might just be silent night not sure about that (laughs) enter the journey whore i gotcha that's him i know that was one uh, particularly enter the journey enter the journey
0: that's weird precious blood
1: (laughs) (laughs) um him yeah that's him baby blood promise (laughs) whore Yes, very good. Thank you. Virgin blood. Mm, this is that is tough. To no, th- it's a horror. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a
2: horror. They wouldn't talk You're about. Right. <laughs> you know,
1: would, the, I, had virgin, I had a virgin. I had a virgin. Some mm. virgin hymn before in a previous edition. Mm. Deeper yet. <laughs> Him. Yes, This would
0: also, that would work for God or Erotica, it which would. we've also played. Or,
1: hi, oh yeah, we that's what it's called, God or Erotica. I was thinking we could do like Him or Horny, but... Uh, I like that so too. So maybe in the future we'll do an edition <laughs> of Him or Horny slash God or Erotica. Um, Alright, Piercing the Darkness.
0: Horror. Yes. Alright, I'm back on track. In the Blood.
1: In the Blood? In the Blood. Him wrong or through the blood (laughs) him correct okay the cleansing blood him that's obviously him
0: that's the one thing like i've never understood how blood so like how like i'm washed in the blood of the lamb yeah that's supposed to clean you would, yeah right it sounds like yeah. you
1: got a lady Macbeth situation where yeah. you're gonna be scrubbing unless it's like a mud bath
0: where it's like it's good for your skin
1: blood or bath. something um
0: a mud bath did i say blood bath?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no you blood said bath. mud oh, okay. bath i said bloodbath um and finally shall the vile race of flesh and blood <laughs> it's clearly him <laughs> shall
0: wait <say laughs> okay
1: so we're gonna get into this. So I yeah I thought this one I'm pretty sure that title just came. It's on hymnary.org, which is where I find my hymn titles when I'm not in a Catholic church, and um, it, I think they just took the first line, but I loved that line. So I was reading the hymn, and it's like really, you know, in the Christian faith, we are sinners, and mm. tell me about um, it. Um, we must repent to God, you know. You know, all that whole thing. But this was, like, particularly, like, humans are pieces of shit. Mm, (laughs) And so... mm. um, But then it gets kind of, like, poignant towards the end. So I just wanted to do a little dramatic reading of this hymn right here. Mm -hmm. Shall the vile race of flesh and blood contend with their creator God? Shall mortal worms presume to be more holy wise or just than he Mm. behold he puts his trust in none of all the spirits round his throne their natures when compared to his are neither holy just nor wise but how much meaner things are they who spring from dust and dwell in clay touched by finger of thy wrath we faint and vanish like the moth doesn't rhyme Mm, that's bad lazy From night to day, from day to night, we die by thousands in thy sight. This is where it gets kind of just sad, because I'm like, that's true. Buried in dust, whole nations lie like a forgotten vanity. Another doesn't rhyme. Vanity. (laughs) Almighty power, to thee we bow. How frail are we, how glorious thou. No more the sons of earth shall dare. With an eternal God compare. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a uh, powerful stuff. Some there. some good writing there, and then some not great writing. I just love that he calls us mortal worms. <laughs> like, right. This dude
0: hates humans. Yeah. He's a mortal worm too. Yeah,
1: it's like look at yourself. I think that's what it is. It's self-loathing. Mm, he's like transferring on, yeah. the his. He's projecting his yeah, own issues. That's what
3: it
0: is. Yeah. Out onto humanity. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. Don't uh, don't project your shit on me isaac watts
0: isaac watts yeah
1: that was published in 71 hymnals hmm
0: too many i mean that doesn't rhyme like it's yeah. not a good rhyme it's like scheme. watts your
1: problem yeah That's That's good. all right this has been him or horror <laughs> all right well folks this is of course best song ever we don't just play fun games like him or horror uh we play music, and mm-hmm. we've each uh, hand selected some tunes to uh, present to you and to each other. And if Brian plays one that I really approve of, give it my stamp of approval, which is "Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy." And if vice versa he plays one I love, he's going to give his, which is "Papa Likey." So I'm going to get us started today. Mm-hmm. And speaking of spooky things, since we're in that spooky month, uh, I really love this band has. A sort of creepy mascot for their band on their album covers Ooh. this is the band a giant dog
2: mm, yep. um
1: which i think that aforementioned giant dog you know that creature have you seen this creature on their album covers it's like i think it's supposed to be a dog but it's like this weird creepy gremlin thing with like fangs mm. and sometimes mm-hmm. it looks like those like monsters from like the descent or something but it does look like a dog in the one but i just love the consistency and branding that they like Mm. do fun things different styles with this creature on all their things but um but that's just the creepy connection uh this uh band a giant dog is fronted by a bse mvp goat sabrina ellis who yep. I recently played with their project Heartbones with her and Harmar Superstar. Mm-hmm. You played her band Sweet Spirit. Yep. And uh, now we get Ellis Prime, the main source of Ellis, which is a giant dog. Mm. um This is a band that's been around since 2012, four albums under their belt. I first heard them on uh, 2016 with their album Pile and i love their big bold fun rock sound and the most recent release from a giant dog uh it doesn't feature that creepy dog man instead it's a sort of i think it's like a stitched version of the neon bible Mm -hmm. uh album cover because they covered in its entirety arcade fire's neon bible and uh you messaged me when this came out saying that they were doing that and i was like uh, are, are they stupid? Has mm-hmm. Sabrina lost her dang mind? Right. Because uh, why that's like me being like oh I'm gonna cover Abbey Road or mm-hmm. To Pimp a mm-hmm. Butterfly. It's mm-hmm. like why would you cover a perfect album you're setting right. yourself or up enema for. Enema of the State. You know? Enema of the State by A two. It's right. like you're setting yourself up for disaster and uh, then I listened to it and I was like oh shit they've got something here and I was blown away by how much i loved these renditions uh of the arcade fire songs and they they really made them their own and made them feel very different from the originals but still they reminded me why i loved the originals so much and made me want to go back and listen to the original album too as well as getting hooked on these new versions of it and uh they also reminded me of songs like windowsill and well in the lighthouse that come on like the second Mm, half of the album which like i was like i forgot how much i Mm. love these songs and uh then like ocean of noise which is like one of my favorites from the album i loved what they did with that did you hear their version of that no they made it like a a folkier more upbeat version Mm. with like this sample of like a sort of choir it's really cool Which I was like, that's one of the songs I love the most. I'm like, oh, don't fuck it up. And then it's like, they did something really cool and different than I thought they would do with it. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I was really impressed by uh, what they did. Covering an album that I already love so much. They did the ideal formula for covering someone else's music. Make it your own, but still pay homage to what made it great in the first place. And uh, we're going to hear that on this song that we're about to listen to so here's a giant dog with keep the car running
0: Start this by saying I am generally not a fan of cover songs. Um, I love this album and this is my favorite song from the original album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was quite good. Um, it lost me a little bit when it would stop and just go oh, 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 or, or, or whatever when it's you. coming.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah it just it was a little too disjointed there but i enjoyed a, what they did with a lot of it actually
1: yeah making it the messier punk sound mm-hmm. i like a little and i um i did think her running was a little funny in the end but then i i like it a lot and with her like high part in the back Mm -hmm. with her singing and i
0: do think that her voice lends itself well to uh sing win butler uh melodies actually
1: (laughs) which is funny because it's like the complete opposite of his voice yeah but it works (laughs) somehow so yeah
0: it works really well she kind of warble like she has some warbliness in there which sounds good but like in a different um different register i don't know it's yeah. it's it's interesting
1: um but what i found interesting listening to this and going back and listening to arcade fires too is uh like a lot of the like social themes that are very relevant uh today and uh i was just reading this statement from sabrina ellis because she said a similar thing She said, Andrew insisted we take on Neon Bible because he believed we could do something cool and unique with it. Throughout the process, we learned that Neon Bible is a great album, that Arcade Fire made it with a thematic focus and cohesive sound. These discoveries will certainly influence our next Giant Dog record. The themes in the album of outrage at U.S. leadership in the early 2000s and a need to escape our social climate sadly remain pertinent today. Recording a cover album, we felt like actors in a movie taking someone else's lines and embodying those emotions and expressing those ideas through our own selves made us portals of human expression. And that's why the album artwork is an open butthole, which I feel a bit like Dean Pelton from community because I hadn't realized mm, that mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was a butthole flag, but um, I do see now looking at the album, the yeah. circular it's right there. Right. Elements there. Just a yeah. little down from the middle just uh right in front of the bible <laughs> yep <laughs> you got a butthole they should have called a neon butthole <laughs>
0: I, that would be excellent they should have
1: yeah what she was saying about the themes of being uh the outrage at u.s leadership like I obviously picked up on some things because I hadn't really listened to this song that critically since it came out back in 2007 mm-hmm. and um just uh was picking up on different things like especially keep the car running because Like, I was reading interpretation on Genius that he's talking about the men are coming to take me away um, as being, like, death, fear of death. Um, And uh, I was seeing images of, like, immigration thinking about that fear of, like, being afraid that someone's going to come take you away at any Mm -hmm. point. There was a lot of uh, parallels I, like, found with that, uh, just looking at it through it that way. And um, then, like, Windowsill... Saying the tide is high and it's rising still, and I don't want to see it at my windowsill. Mm. Like that's literally, I don't, I don't know what I interpreted it as back in two thousand seven, but now I'm like that makes me think of climate change right. and like it's just so much more relevant today um, than I ever would have realized. Mm.
0: I should revisit this album. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in a while. I love it. It's and
1: then a lot of themes of, like, economic anxiety, too, with, like, mm-hmm. the Antichrist television blues, a lot on that, mm-hmm. and a Windowsill as well. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I feel like I always think of Funeral and The Suburbs and, like, sometimes overlook how amazing Neon Bible is, mm-hmm. even though some of my favorite songs, like My Body is a Cage, I always will love... And, um, but yeah, this ha- had me like remember the, the sleepers on this and how amazing it really is. And I was reading a Reddit thread talking about how underrated Neon Bible is and like how amazing of an album it is. And so thanks to A Giant Dog for putting their own spin on these new songs and um, bringing uh, some new powerful meanings that uh, maybe we didn't realize were even there. So that was A Giant Dog with Keep the Car Running from Neon Bible, out now on Merge Records.
0: Well, that song had me kind of bopping my head around, dancing in my chair a little bit, you know. Um, So I'm going to follow that song up with uh, just straight up dancey pop song. Don't do it. Uh, I'm going to. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I want to, and therefore I will. Um, This comes from Georgia. Uh, That's her name. It's not from the The state state of Georgia. Uh, It's from a... The country? It's from a woman named Georgia. Uh, she's from the United States, I think, somewhere.
1: I have heard of this person. Yeah,
0: yeah. she, um, I have not, this is the first song I've heard from her, and it makes me want to go back and listen to her 2015 debut album entitled Georgia.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Um, also, what was interesting is I, uh, this is pretty interesting stuff, uh, I copied and pasted Whoa. over the, from the press release
1: for this. Wait, wait, you're talking Command C? And then you went over and yeah. did a command V. Whoa. Command V. Yeah. This is really interesting. I'm on right. the edge of my seat. What happened next? Uh,
0: next, I, I did that with all the songs that I'm playing today. And then I wanted to have them all in the same font because I'm not an animal yeah. who's, who wants to look at several different yeah. fonts. Um, and her, uh, the text of hers was in the font Georgia.
1: Oh. Isn't that cool? That's sweet. That's really cool um wait wait so like the press release was in that font yeah or you said it oh wow that's just that attention to detail that's is crap notch
0: we're talking about domino recording company here yeah, they maybe. know what they're doing um which is actually one of the reasons that i listened to this i i saw uh oh it's from domino georgia pop song i'm interested i hit play on it and heard a song that sounds like it's like an unreleased track from tegan and sarah's heartthrob from 2012 which mm. was my favorite album that year um i and it, it's just i love it so much it, it hasn't it you'll you'll hear it sounds like a pop song sure but it's just there's something special about that album and there's something really special about this song so let's go ahead and take a listen to georgia with never let you go
1: georgia and it's the most spooky of months uh i'm gonna keep it going and give her a lordy lordy hiya georgie <laughs> um that's we established <laughs> nice. on the last episode um that was really great um i had heard about work the dance floor which was a uh, one of her previous releases and i was just looking at stuff the other day that was like what coming- stuff just like stuff that was coming up you know like uh albums that were coming out in in upcoming months and uh i was gonna check out whatever new stuff she had and i didn't and darn it i should have because you beat me to the punch and that was a great song i loved it the heightening with the synths like in each Mm -hmm, chorus was great mm -hmm. the little arpeggiator um that was sweet and then just kept going up and up and then i loved that very uh visceral sounding drum that was like a nice breakup you know obviously she's got some great electronic beats going on in there but then that dun dun Mm -hmm. was really cool and uh yeah i definitely hear the tegan and sarah traverches type vibe going on but really uh really good song building in there and some great synths and loved that chorus yeah
0: absolutely um yeah i i agree with everything you said for for once um i'm surprised to say that I, I do have to correct myself. She's from London, so uh I said she's from the United States. Mm. I am a fool. I'm so sorry, Georgia, to you and your family.
2: Correct yourself um, before
1: you wrecked yourself.
0: I that's what I had to do. But um back to what you said, uh you mentioned the drum sound and I I don't I didn't see this, but it sounds like live drums to me. Uh and that's what Tegan and Sarah did for heartthrob which is one of the reasons i loved that i love that sound so much having live drums in in the mix there um if it's not live drums on this song then they did a really good job with program drums sounding like live but this album does um one of the things georgia wanted to do with it is showcase her lifelong love affair with the drums so um that was very evident in this song. the The drums are something that uh, stand out very uh, above the rest, yeah. even with all the stuff going on around them, which works really well. So, um, the rest of the album's heavily inspired by Chicago house and Detroit techno. And hey, Detroit! That's where we're. outside I know that of. place. Yeah, you live there. Yeah, we're just out. We're just on the uh, on the outside yeah. looking in. Out on the skirts. Um, skirt, skirt and also a a love affair with the early 80s and i feel like uh, i can hear bits and pieces of that in this song and i'm very interested to hear what the rest of the album sounds like as well so that was georgia with never let you go from seeking thrills which comes out in january sometime 2020 on domino
1: thrill seeker there eh
0: she's seeking him seeking ye shall find that's what the jesus told me That's what the Jesus told. There's only one. That's why I call him the Jesus. The
1: Jesus. Yeah. There's a lot of impersonators. Mm,
0: So many. You ever been to a party... And you'd see one of those Jesus impersonators. They're all over the
1: place. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> At a party? Yeah, um, Jesus
0: impersonators. I man. more
1: see them, like, on the street, you know, those ones where you're like, oh, it's a statue of Jesus, and then, like, it moves, and you're like, oh, that's a guy who painted himself up to look like a Jesus statue. Yeah, why are they
0: silver? I yeah. never understood that.
1: Now, tell me about these Jesus parties you're going
0: to. Oh, you know, you go to a party and there's someone there and they're like, hey, I'm Jesus. Um, will you follow me? And you're like, where are you going? And they're like, don't worry about it. Just follow me. And and then he's like, you got to give up all your money. You got to give up all your, your homes. Your
1: possessions, right? Yeah.
0: And then you're like, I don't know. And then he gives you uh, fish and bread and then you're like oh cool you know like yeah this
1: tastes pretty good hey, i was hungry and thirsty and then the next thing you
0: know he's in your house he's got squatters rights oh
1: jesus (laughs) which i will say at that catholic wedding i was like i don't really want to do communion i mean they wouldn't let me anyway probably um i don't want to because everyone drinks off the same glass yeah but i kind of sip that wine. I was like in there. I was like, I want some of that.
0: Also, like you're a cannibal and you wanted to eat some of yeah. Jesus' body.
1: Jesus said, This is my butt, take of it and eat. And did he? He did say that. I think you're reading it wrong. Um Judas ate ass. Did you not know that? Alright, well my next song comes from uh an amazing hip hop producer. Uh, i've played one of his projects on the podcast before marlo came out Uh uh, last year this is larange the producer larange and uh this is a new project he's got with the mc jeremiah J, and it's called complicate your life with violence and um it's got this theme of Violence and military recruitment, and it's sort of like a narrative arc following someone who goes through this cycle of violence. And uh, the, the cover it looks sort of like a fucked up war recruitment poster, it's like a skeleton in uh, like an army uniform, mm-hmm. like Nasira, and says, Complicate your life with violence, almost like a call to the Listener, like, come complicate your life with violence is sort of like the true version of what the military is asking young people to do, and um, so there's those themes of like revolutionaries, military.
0: You know, this is really exciting to me because um, back in 2015, LaRange and Jeremiah J put out an album called The Night Took Us in, like, Family, and I Mm -hmm. love it. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but. I love their the combination of their styles. Yeah. it's really great. so i'm uh, I'm excited to take a listen to this for sure.
1: We're gonna listen to a song called Dead Battery. And uh, this, you know, Larange is known for doing his sort of jazz influence noir sound uh, bringing that into uh, hip hop and he has some always uses some fantastic samples and uh, clips from like old radio shows. That's definitely the case here, but this one especially feels very, like, a dark sort of western, uh, sort of dark surf rock sound, too, and you're going to hear that with some of the guitar on here, mm-hmm. and uh, the video for this song is very, like, old-school horror with, like, a, a vampire lady, and it just reminds me of, like, all those, like, old universal horror uh, movies. I actually interviewed LaRange and Jeremiah. What? yeah i uh talked to them on the phone it was perfect call no quid pro quo um i had i had my friend Lindsay calling me and saying i didn't know you could be so nice (laughs) to these two musicians and but i was it was perfect call perfect call perfect call
0: perfect conversation yeah
1: it was perfect that was my friend Lindsay lohan by the way she called me from her beach club and um So um, I'm going to let you guys uh, hear a little bit of it um, where we talk about the song we're going to hear, Dead Battery. So here's a clip of my interview with LaRange and Jeremiah J. Any uh, stories to share in terms of where your head was at with writing that song? We start with you, Jay. Yeah,
4: I mean, I I remember when I got that beat, it was... um... Like all the beats I've gotten so far, like I love the production and, and just, uh, you know, it really got me inspired to write. But uh, that one in particular, I'm like, yeah, this is the one. Like, I need to, I need to just, um, really, uh, I mean, you know, just keep going keep that done, But uh, yeah. I really had fun just, um, for uh, sure the beat, you know, like the beat
1: so yeah. yeah. And you say Daffy on your radio dial. I- in this one. And yep. so do you sort of see that Daffy persona? Because I was reading that, uh, you know, your last record called Daffy that you were saying, like, you sort of made that persona to process and express emotions that you were dealing with. Do you sort of see Daffy as that character who's carried over through the albums? Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean,
4: Daffy's just, um, he's been around even before the album Daffy um like it's just been something that uh he just showed up one day and <laughs> just, you know you know uh he just popped it up so um he's uh, but again like the character could be Daffy it could be an actual world war Two person you know it could be um he I mean, could be you, you know?
1: yeah yeah that's good because people can find themselves in Daffy
3: that's something I really like as well about the collaborations is I think that, you know, Jay and I individually, even when we're not working together, put so much thought into um, the context of our of our own work, you know, and how um, these threads sort of connect. And so one thing that's really fun for me, uh, you know, uh, hearing the finished product, the project and um, hearing everything come together is starting to hear how uh, Jay has, has, has you know, created those connections with his own work and, and how that sort of combines with, um, uh, with mine. And so it's, it does feel like it's sort of a, um, like this, this cool overlap of, um, of these stories that, um, weren't initially connected.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. And, uh, uh, talking about the sound on this one, uh, any stories for you to share of, uh, how you created this, uh,
3: song oh I mean for dead battery you know when I'm when I'm first making these these beats and I'm, and I'm trying to throw stuff against the wall and see what makes me feel like it would be good for this project um, you know I, there are always a couple beats that really um, uh, uh, create a pathway for the rest of the album you know where I can I can go and I can then go reference mm-hmm. these beats and say if it makes me feel like this then it, it should have a spot on the record you know um yeah. and it's much more uh based in the feeling of the songs than it is the um, musicality you know there's not a whole lot of uh intellectual process behind it it's it's mostly about sort of how i how i feel about them connecting and this is definitely one of those you know um both in both in feeling and in terms of uh, uh of the of the sound you know i mean if if, the, if it has this warm feeling if it has this kind of swing if the um, uh, drums are, are hitting in this certain way if if the the swing of the of the beat, you know, falls that way, then, you know, I try to use it as, as a um, baseline for what the others should should try to be. And this is definitely one of those.
1: Yeah. I love that guitar sound too. Oh,
3: I Appreciate that. Not as much there wasn't very much guitar on the Night Tickets in my family. So I guess that's one of the that's one of the big differences.
1: Yeah. And uh, I love the uh, line, the power's got your back to the wall, but tonight we're going to party like it's 1984. And, uh, Jay, the whole the whole mood here, and in the video you're dubbed the revolutionary, this uh, one, I feel like, especially has that sort of rise-up call. Is that what you're going for? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's
4: just... To me, like, all the words just kind of... Um, I you know, I try to form them naturally and organically as possible and um like with the with the fan with the beat like I try to do with the, the rhymes, just you know, do go with what I feel and yeah. um and you know, with the research and I, I watched nineteen eighty four for the first time and um and you know, lit up on um you know, Orwin and, and different, you know, theories about that and just you know, that was just fresh kind of in my my heart at the time and you know, I, I definitely wanted to put that kind of uh, feeling into the record, you know. Um yeah. especially dealing with war and like what, what stance uh, you know, I, I didn't really want it to be like a clear stance on you on this side, here on that side, you know, you're a good guy, you're a bad guy, you know? but that's definitely like a um a call to the people and just you know um and the whole record too it's just yeah. like a an analysis of history and and the president and um, mental health and
1: like all that you know i like how you say you know it's not one side or the other it's not always so clear it's complicated right
4: it's complicated life yeah <laughs> Look, I made a mistake, Captain. If I hadn't thrown her in jail, he'd be all right now. Keep
5: up. How would you like a swift punch on the nose? The man's been done an injustice. Not exactly. Turn it up. Um, uh, Daffy on your radio dial. Stay tuned to the base, Yo, you know we keep it raw. The Powers got your back to the wall. But tonight we gon' party like it's 1984. The empire strikes back, heavy like an Aztec. Steady like the Ottoman, ready with the hazmat. Black on the star line, take you to the far side. In so the new world, the waste and taking fire on. Welcome to Babylon where the streets ain't calm since BC. We've been raining on, feel a thunderstorm from Zeus when he clashed with the titans Leviathan biting tidal waves from Poseidon. across the landscapes that cause the earthquakes, the cost to cross gates, the price that's man-made, so bargain for the trade, a slaughter for the game, bring honor to a name, a march into the flames so, so tall, yeah. we'll the Would you fight for me? So, so tall, we'll fight for Would you die for me? Would you die for me? Down. Stay tuned to the bass, yo, you know we keep it raw The powers got your back to the wall But tonight we gon' party like it's 1984 Yeah, we here to take it back from the whack On the wax, from the front to the back Genocide on the track From the crack of the whip to them bricks that you sold Take it back, tell them we ain't gon' take it anymore The sound plays in the street while they downplay it. The message in the art. rained harder than the autumn day Birds flying overhead, leaves falling on the ground Nature on the course, and man built the fort Big Brother, watch for the stock If it drops, then you back to the block Get shocked to keep it chained. Obey, fall into place Bring on to a name I'm marching the flames Would you fight Would for me? Would you die for me? With me, with me. Yeah. 1980.
0: Yeah. Um, super cool. A lot of conflicting things going on, but he pulls it all together, makes a sweet, sweet beat. Um, yeah. Also, I didn't, you didn't say that Billy Ray Cyrus was featured on the chorus there.
3: Shut
1: your mouth.
0: <laughs> um, and that they were very influenced by <laughs> Old Town Road, right? Because that, you know, like that's the only, that's the first what? song to ever combine like western. Uh, music and rap together so it's pretty cool that they followed in Lil Nas X's uh, footsteps I'm
1: going Brian you huh? how could you you're embarrassing me dude they, I talked to these guys and you're Did you ask you're them comparing about Lil Nas, them X? Lil Nas X and Billy Ray just kidding I guess they could I mean you could compare them to worse people uh, um, I, okay
0: that song but, is awesome Uh, the EP uh,
1: of Lil Nas X I've
0: actually come around to and think it's pretty good.
1: Uh, Panini, it's great. Oh, yeah, it's great. No, I'm not going to fight you on that, but I'm saying this is some artistic concept Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. It's deep, Mm -hmm. and you're going to compare (laughs) it to... That trash. The, uh, the it, kind
0: of it's like not that. trash. Come no. on, man. I mean, who hasn't been on a tractor lean all in their bladder? I mean, they're speaking to the people. But enough about that. Let's yes. talk. Stop talking about. It. Let's move on to the to the song. Another thing I really liked is they kept on talking about 19 1984
1: yes the line the powers got your back to the wall but tonight we're gonna party like it's 1984 and that, line.
0: that of course is in reference to me being american born, horror story 1984. Me, me being born oh. in 1984 and them being so happy that i'm around and uh that they were partying and celebrating so that's really cool oh, thanks yeah. guys i appreciate that
1: yeah now in the video jeremiah play is credited as the revolutionary And, uh, you know, he's talking about revolution, talking about we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah, I really like that, just, like, sort of the idea of us being, humans being used as these instruments of violence. And uh, he says something about men working on the clock while his big brother watch. And, um, yeah, so another more themes of 1984, just Mm -hmm. the, the government sort of. And just makes me think of, like, some of the themes that I was talking about on arcade fire, that economic anxiety and like working for a system that doesn't benefit you, um, in the way that it should his, uh, versus I really love his style feels very effortless. He's very like chill and, uh, soft spoken in this whole album. I feel like it doesn't go too crazy. There are some more upbeat, but I just love how like chill and smooth this is. But, um, still with those, uh, guitar parts that, like, keep you, uh like, hooked in and listening. And then, of course, his writing is fantastic. So, that was LaRange and Jeremiah J. with Dead Battery from Complicate Your Life with Violence. And that is out now, out today, on Mellow Music Group.
2: Ooh.
1: LaRange and Solomon Brigham put out one of my favorite uh, records of last year with Marlowe. I'm still bumping that. And so I'm excited that this new project uh, with LaRange and Jeremiah is coming out, probably going to be one of my favorites of this year.
0: So uh, I'm going to continue on. One of my th- the themes from uh, the songs I have today are all artists who haven't made um, music in a while. They haven't released an album. Um, Georgia, the, her last album was t- 2015. And the person I'm going to play next, um, it's been five years since his last, uh, body of work. And, um, similarly to Georgia, this is the first song I've ever heard from, uh, this person. This is the artist known as Teebs. Have you ever heard of Teebs?
1: Oh boy. Uh, we've got something that hasn't happened in a while here that, Ooh. uh, I reached out for this song too, and apparently Brian got it too, so that i must declare myself the fucking loser.
0: <laughs> uh, it's there's no sweeter sound to my ears than than hearing you say those words. I love it. So yeah, teeps. Uh, this is uh, do you know much about him? I don't actually. Uh, yeah, this is the first song i've heard from him. Um honestly, i saw featuring Panda Bear I know, on this right? and i'm like, yeah, i'm going to play that. And uh it's wonderful. I I really love this song. Uh the world he creates is really uh really interesting sonic landscape and perfect for panda bear uh it sounds more like a panda bear song than panda bear's album from earlier this year yeah like vintage you know old panda bear
1: although i feel like i was expecting it to be very like sort of uh experimental where I feel like it was a good blend of, like, being sort of catchy and yeah. still kept me very engaged, but being sort of that style, yeah, that you could see why him and Panda Bear line.
0: For sure, yeah. it Yeah, it is a definitely a, a catchy song, and um, most of the album was recorded at his home. He says uh, if you listen hard on the record, you might hear his uh, daughter talking or his wife typing on the laptop. So, um it was uh, created around his family, and much like the Fast and Furious movie franchise, this music and the life that he's living right now is all centered around family. Um, he really took to heart Vin Diesel's repeated use of the right, word family, right. you know. And uh, it's just a—it's just a really good song. So let's take a listen to Teeb's featuring Panda Bear with Study.
1: song just sounds like it's full to the point of bursting Mm -hmm. like just so much sound happening and noise but it all gives you still a melody you can grab onto and just beautiful vocals from panda bear i mean i'm a big fan of panda bear but i was just like this the melodies he's singing there are just particularly lovely and his voice sounds great i'll give that a roaredy roaredy pandy boardy <laughs> pandas are nor nor'n to roar <laughs> are they
0: nor'n to roar uh, they're nor'n to roar um what i uh really like to uh and i i forget this every time i listen to it i forget how hard that beat hits it, it hits pretty hard and um like i'm i'm remembering more of the atmospheric kind of strange uh you know just a couple chords of um like uh, it's kind of ambient and with the wonderful melody but i forget that it's that driving beat that really brings it together i think
1: right and that uh sort of the main key part which is sort of wonky sounding i love the way he fucks Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. and um Sort of fucks with the pitch, it sounds like. It's like yeah. going all wavy, which, you know, is in line with Panda Bear. And there's some sort of water-sounding thing in there, too, which also reminds me of Panda Bear. He does a lot of things, uh, has yes. the nautical theme. But I love that off note he throws in there, just that. And it even sounds a little jazzy at the end for a second yeah. before it just turns into straight noise, which I just some brilliant production there from Teebs.
0: Yes, and... Um, of his collaboration with, uh, Panda Bear, he, he, uh, describes Panda Bear's work as, uh, and I, and I quote, everything he decides to do is pure gold or fine wine. And I, so true. I agree with that. This just reminds you of, um, why Panda Bear is just such a great vocalist, just such interesting melodies and surrounded by interesting music, catchy and experimental and strange and and lovely um yeah i i love this song really interested to hear more uh from him and he on the upcoming album also has a um best song ever alumnus uh sudan archives yeah. who i love and uh some other really great people as well i won't list off all of them but uh i'm i'm pretty excited to uh to check this out so that was Tebes featuring panda bear with study from Annika, which is out october 25th on brain feeder could have gotten both of those words wrong because of the way they're
1: spelled and but... because of your propensity for fla- failure <laughs> my and flail and failure. i i flail <laughs> like I've, the best of them i've always said you're such a failure. yes mean that you just you're like that inflatable arm tube man you can just flail i can't so well
0: it's really ironic don't you think
1: that i said failure and failed to say it no
0: oh. no it's really <laughs> ironic that the only thing i'm not a failure at is being it's a flailier.
1: Funny. yeah that's you know? true I think it is equally as ironic that I failed to say the word (laughs) failure. Yeah, that (laughs) was some some rich irony on both sides.
0: Yeah, it's like rain on your wedding day. (laughs) What's that mean? It's from the song Ironic.
1: Oh, by Alanis Alanis Morissette. Morissette. Yeah, I knew that. All right. Well, my last song, you know, I know you got another song after this, but I just wanted to leave my mark as my last song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just some nice positivity. This is just an effervescent, refreshing, smooth, funky song um, that I wanted to uh, end my lineup with. Also, this may be the youngest song musician we've ever had on the podcast i'm not sure. really have we had below 18 yet i don't think so i don't think so either yeah. because i don't even know if it's legal to make music under the age of 18 I, not that i know it, of. i if it is we should outlaw it because you know it's it's a sin
0: i worry about the podcast police breaking down our door and arresting us for even thinking about playing
1: it but it's okay because this is the Singer and multi instrumentalist Steven. Steven? Nope. I said Steven. He used to be go by Steven, but then he made Stevan Erkvel. Um uh, <laughs> this is the cooler version of him who makes music. No. Um no, this is an artist named Steven. And he hails from the beachside town of Wollongong, Australia.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Cool. Um I thought i apologize if i butchered that name but th- we're gonna listen to this song lnt and uh that stands for love and tenderness Ooh, which yeah. is right. what, what we all need right so let's get our fill of a little love and tenderness here's Stevan with lnt
2: Sixty
0: like that song yeah that was fast and driving and catchy and nice yeah, yeah. It, i could uh I s-
1: but it still feels sort of like sleepy and woozy and airy to mm, me okay it, you know it it, it is. does
0: it sounds like it was written by someone who lives in a beach town like it sounds yeah. beachy and and that kind of you know that yeah. vibe i enjoyed it i want to hear more from him and it's pretty impressive. He's only eighteen, and like yeah. this is a confident song. You know, this yeah. is this is not um, some you know eighteen-year-old layabout, lazy ass, stupid ass motherfucker. Okay. You know what I mean? Like this is this kid knows what he's doing. He's yeah. like, I- I'm gonna go into the studio and I'm gonna lay this down. I'm gonna sing it. It's gonna sound good, and it does. And he did it, it and it's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely um, a good. Uh good beachy sound to it that's why i was like I, it reminds me of like always meet steve lacy but it's uh really cool and brings a smile to my face
0: yeah i wish it wouldn't <laughs> you have a creepy smile that you just showed me
1: i don't think i did a good job oh, i was trying weird. to do the pennywise smile all right so that was Stevin with lnt and that's out now on honeymoon and uh He's got a couple other singles out, and hopefully we'll see an album from him soon.
0: So I'm going to take us out on a song that wonders, when you have this love and tenderness, when you have things in life that are important to you, and the world around you is ending and crumbling and being destroyed, what do you do? Hmm. Uh, it's a really great song. I love this song very much. One of my favorite songs of the year. I'm really excited to play it for you. comes from someone, again, who hasn't released uh, an album in a long time, but in this case, someone that I've really enjoyed their music for a long time. Very excited to play the new song from Bonnie Prince Billy. Um, have you listened to much Bonnie Prince Billy before?
1: Um, I've listened to a little bit, I, not too much, I um, but have heard regarded as a great musician. I mainly know his work in the Zach Galifianakis, Kanye West, Can't Tell Me Nothing yes. video.
0: Which I loved that combination so much. Such a weird trio of people to work together. Yeah. it's a really great music video. Can't yeah, can't tell you not. Can't tell. Can't you know, tell that, me nothing. Yeah. So great.
1: Um, you should know you. He says it in Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true, and that shows a side of his personality, which he's funny. He is. Um, he'll oftentimes be very serious in mm-hmm. music, but sometimes there's this wit that comes out, and he he's just an interesting, funny person. Give me and, that wit. Yeah. And he, um, i preparing to release this album. He talks about like the landscape of music. I think he's referring to streaming and st- services and, or like, you know, Spotify, Apple, um, mm-hmm. uh, music and just how that has changed how music is consumed and how he was thinking that it wouldn't last for long. And so he was kind of waiting Oof. for it to go away until he released, uh, any new music uh because he feels like it's an intimate experience to be experienced like with a group of people like it's just not quite that way anymore but he has these songs that he's written he wants to release them and it's not going anywhere so he he's putting this together and the first uh song that we hear from this new collection is called at the back of the pit and it's again what do we do with the things we love when it comes time for death and destruction and that kind of thing and i'm really excited you haven't heard this song because it's really special so let's go ahead and take a listen to bonnie prince billy with at the back of the pit
5: where do we put our precious things like woolen socks and wedding rings and seance gears and kimchi jars our matchbox and our hot wheels cars where can we hide when bombs will fly to save ourselves when all others die to toast with a shot here's come in your eye i've got an idea listen There's a hole in the yard about ten by ten Just large enough to put all those things in A dark place to be if and when the bombs hit at the back of the pit. Woke up today with almost too much love Didn't sleep much last night Joyous vibes from above Couldn't keep it all in Thought I would burst at the seams What fills waking life is wilder than dreams Every day and every evening too I count all the reasons i'm in love with you look around at everything that we bought and got and stole to bring with us down into the hole there's a hole in the yard about ten by ten just large enough to put all those items in dark place to be if and when the bombs hit at the back of the pit at the back of the pit when we hear the frogs again we'll consent to raise our heads And it won't matter then if the rest of the world is dead Yes, between you and me we've got a repopulation kit The world will rise again from the back of the pit
1: I did not expect him to be such a country crooner because mm-hmm. i didn't really know his style as much uh, that was cool um yeah i liked how it would be more ringing out through the verse and then go into the boom 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 <laughs> most yes. into that chorus and uh i uh, i picked up on some of the lyrics that like seems like where do we put all these things and just this idea of putting them all in a in a safe place for when the destruction inevitably comes well they're
0: going down in the pit as well uh pretty much bunkering it out waiting for the bombs to hit and um they have a self uh or they have a repopulation kit oh yeah uh, and life will rise again uh, from the back of the pit Um, yeah, I, I just, I, he's not always a country crooner at all. Um, this is, uh, not a normal sound for him, uh, but I, I really enjoyed it. I find the song to be funny and also true to how I feel sometimes about like, you know, if and when the bombs hit, uh, like just feeling like destruction is always near, but having so much you love, um, at one point he says, um, like I, I woke today with almost too much love mm. and I feel like that sometimes like yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm my heart is too full for this world <laughs> and like it's just um, disappointing sometimes to exist in a world with such negativity when you have such positivity and like it's just that dueling thing mm. so so what do you do And this is kind of, you know, separate yourselves and hide. I don't know that that's necessarily the right answer. And I think it's partly a joke, too. Right.
1: It's definitely just the sort of concept that's going on here.
0: Right. Um, But yeah, I just, it's such an interestingly structured song. Um, The, like you said, the chorus just stretches out and has the horns in it. And he elongates words a lot, really uh, prettily. And uh, then the chorus gets a little hee-haw there. and
1: I, I like the hee-haw. Yeah. yeah, <laughs>
0: um, yeah I, I really, really enjoy this song. Um, I'm excited. I think you would be a fan of uh, a lot of his music as well. He's a he's a folk superstar.
1: Yeah, and um, I really I want to go back and listen what's uh, best album. Mm. what's your favesy? It's really hard to pick just one. So I'm gonna
0: say, I see a darkness. From uh, 1998, it's a long time ago, and also lie down in the light from 2008, ten years after the other one. Isn't that crazy? Oh how wow! Time works like
1: nice. That? So he, so basically, every ten years he hits out of the park. No, there's a lot of good stuff in between too. Also, I was gonna say he brought that wit to that pit. His his wit <laughs> his wit was down in that pit. It sure it sure
0: was. So that was Bonnie Prince Billy with at the back of the pit from I made a place which is out November 15th on Drag City.
1: All right, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about all the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. Of course, first off, shouts to LaRange and Jeremiah J with Complicate Your Life with Violence. We just heard that song from that in the clip from my interview, and there will be a feature about them coming up on Off Shelf on Tuesday, October 8th, so look out for that shouts to angel olsen with all mirrors Mm. oh the songs from that new album have been so cool Mm -hmm. i'm Um, excited for that one too yeah and then (laughs) wilco ode to joy shouts to them they're a great band Uh, i heard them play a song on colbert recently and that was very good oh and you've been listening to all their uh old stuff right yeah i did a,
0: a full discography listen um from you know, start to to finish and it was awesome. I'm um, I'm really excited for to hear what what this one's like. Um the later Wilco albums were better than I realized. Um, oh
1: Star Wars is great.
0: I kind of fizzled out on them and that was dumb.
1: And you made a best of playlist?
0: I did, yeah. I um I I collected all of my favorite songs from mm-hmm. them and put them all into one place. So a little playlist one little
1: pit in the backyard. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh and uh yeah i'll throw that up on our twitter throw that Uh, up just
1: vomit it onto our twitter feed uh
0: at best song ever uh go check that out listen to the best of wilco according to me
1: i want to do that
0: i'll tell you what i got even though you don't want to know um
1: oh sorry yeah what do you got uh
0: one that i'm very 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 excited for danny brown with you know what i'm saying uh just played danny brown on the podcast recently and it was it's a great song very excited also dive with deceiver we've played them on the podcast i think maybe danny brown and and dive were on the same episode actually that was a good episode uh also lightning dust with specter which i played a song from that album on a on a past past podcast as well nick cave and the bad seeds have a new album out all of a sudden with ghost teen um whoa yeah and uh boris love and evolve i i or evolve my wife uh, right (laughs) exactly
1: boris love that movie uh no you're stupid um
0: yeah great japanese metal band yes they're interested in
1: uh, japanese metal i very much am all right well we're about to head out but not before we remind you that we are a planet podcast powered by Pinecast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can head over to planetpodcastcom and listen to all the great stuff they got over there.
0: Also go check out offshelf.net um, on the internet. Um,
1: that's, that's what the net stands for. Yeah,
0: that's where you can go. Uh, you can access it in any of your web browsers that you may choose. Yep. All of them work. We tested it. And uh, it's a great website. There's lots of uh, fun interviews and features uh about music games all sorts of cool stuff and you and said,
1: my q a of laranche and jeremiah j will be up there so go check
0: offshelf.net out
1: well that's gonna do it for us for playing an amp podcast and offshelf.net i'm luke LeBen saying you better check your perspec
0: and i'm brian LeBen reminding you don't let the bastards grind you down
1: it's the best song ever
2: as blood.